0: Yo, this is Darby on, and you're listening to the Bad Light Podcast. <laughs> what is up welcome to episode three of the bad light podcast we have an excellent conversation with Wes smith here in a minute just a couple notes before we get started uh the first one i mention zia Hilty's zine again in this episode and i name it the wrong thing again it's called cheap shot it's called the cheap shot zine not the cheap pop zine or whatever i keep calling it doesn't matter she doesn't have it available right now uh it's just really bugging me that i keep naming it the the wrong thing uh the second that episode with zia and our second episode with rob brazier are up on apple and spotify if you're to on apple please do write a short review and subscribe to the podcast feed or whatever it's called that stuff does really help us out and get us gets us in front of a couple new people and stuff like that so please do that third thing bad light zine issue one is still available we're still giving five dollars of each of those issues to a wrestler or contributor who could use some extra cash right now it's been cool to be giving away some of that money so please do think about picking that up if you have the means at bad light zine b-a-d-l-i-g-h-t-z-i-n-e dot big Cartel. Uh, And I'll get one shipped out to you. We're really proud of how that came out. So our guest today, West, works for Defy mainly. Also 321 Battle has also done work with Ring of Honor and Progress. Also covering the Seattle music and art scene. Uh, West is an excellent photographer. This is a really great conversation to see a little bit of his process and stuff like that. You can find his work at Ukulele Punk on Instagram. U-K-U-L-E-L-E p-u-n-k and ukulele underscore punk on twitter westsmith.org big thanks to darby allen for the intro to this episode he is on both instagram and twitter at darby allen big thanks to john jr for the artwork for this podcast you can find his work at outlaw.press for some really cool bootleg shirts the band that he's in culture abuse for the song perfect light that's played before and after the podcast you can find them at culture abuse fanzine on instagram also, our editor, Dennis Pasquale, you can find him at at CLIA club. And if you'd like to find me on the internet at brainbuster underscore, and my books and zines are at Brainbuster Com. Now, under our conversation with West. All right, cool. We should be recording. So we're here with uh, Wes Smith. West, how's it going today, man?
1: Oh, it's the best day of my entire life.
0: Ever? Like ever <laughs> in your entire life?
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> I think I've done absolutely every intro that I've recorded so far, like talk, like starting to talk to somebody that exact same way. Like, Hey, we're here with so and so. How are you doing today? It's like morning radio or something like that. I'll get it figured I'll out. I'll get it figured out. With
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Something like that. Cool. So West, for somebody that may not be familiar with you or your work, kind of tell us about where your journey into wrestling photography got started.
1: Um, so I didn't, I didn't grow up watching wrestling, like at all. Um, I'm from like FTC fighting games and like that kind of stuff, which got me hype. Cool. And, uh, I moved to Seattle and really wanted to photograph music and nobody was giving me press passes. Like, no, I was not really? getting anything. I was brand new. I had like a Canon Rebel T5 or whatever. And yeah, I couldn't get a press pass. And then my roommate left town. And she rented her room out to this dude, Simba Six Killer, who was a wrestler okay. at Three Two One Battle. He That's wasn't like wrestling name. anymore, but he's like from there. And like he was like, watched me play Street Fighter all the time. He's like, you ever go to a wrestling match? He's like, no, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. that sounds kind of weird. He's like, you should go. We'll, like, take pictures. I'll introduce you to everyone. So he brought me in and took me to Three Two One Battle, and they didn't, they didn't give a shit. Like, yeah, you want to shoot ringside? Like, yeah. go for it. And um. Because I was doing that, it looked like I was doing something kind of more exclusive. You know, like I was shooting ringside at like an underground wrestling event. So I used those photos. Yeah, those photos got me into, got me press passes where I was shooting music again, but then the wrestling started to kind of take over at 321. I got Mm -hmm. invested in storylines. I got, I got a guy. I got a character I'm all about. Right. So, um, yeah, 321 battle was like my starting point for wrestling photography. It sucks me in. That question? Yeah, 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 it, it definitely sucks me in.
0: Uh it's funny, you're you're not the first person that said uh, music is like you went from like music photography and then it kind of morphed in. I'm in the same same exact boat and I was like I literally remember watching Raw one time and were like, I bet this would be really interesting to photograph. You know what I mean? Like I was kind of getting like burnt out on the music thing. It was kind of the same thing over and over again, which I'm sure like I've touched on multiple times at this point. But like, and I was like, I was like, I bet this would be, I bet this would be interesting. And then, yeah, you just get sucked in, man. Like it's like, it's like a drug. Like, like you're just like, oh, I made like this cool photo and like, oh, this could be better. and I could do this next time. So I, I absolutely get it had you ever like been even remotely interested in wrestling? Had you ever even seen wrestling before, before this, or was that your first
1: Um, exposure? So yeah, living in Alaska, like I'm from like a really isolated Island and I lived in a triplex and the guy downstairs was always like trying to get us to watch WWE with him. And we're like, dude, nobody (laughs) wants to do that. Like with you. And like, he got so sad. He'd be like, I know there's, like, people on the internet that talk about wrestling. Like, I'm not the only one that, like, watches it. Yeah. And um, he he pitched me on, like, what a ladder match was. I was like, okay, okay that sounds sick. So I started watching WWE pay-per-views with him, saw a ladder okay. match, got invested with that, and... Um, yeah. So besides that, I didn't watch much wrestling. I watch now. I'm watching a hella AEW like every week. Yeah, I've been watching AEW. It's been kind of crazy.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> you for sure.
1: Those are our boys. Yeah, I know. I know right. those guys.
0: <laughs> I know it's so it's so weird to be like these people that we've been. Just like regularly photographing in like these like small venues, just, you know, like we obviously see something interesting in them and like special in them. And like uh even from like a visual and like photographical standpoint, a lot of the people that are there now are the people that we've both photographed like quite a bit and stuff like that. And that we've made, I would say arguably some of our better photographs of and stuff like that mm-hmm. as far as like wrestling goes. And now to see like, because you always kind of think like, okay, this is cool in this vacuum is, does this work? in like the grand scale you know what I mean and then to see that like oh it really fucking does you know what I mean like people like Orange Cassie like Darby like Jimmy Havoc like Joey Janela like all these people that have been like you know regulars on the indie scene that you know we see on in varying degrees and stuff like that and now to see like kids like cosplaying as them and stuff like that it's like
1: yeah it's really interesting Darby Sorry, I saw Darby wrestle at, um, Project 42, which was a free wrestling event. Okay. Free at, right. um, El Corazon, which is a punk rock venue here. Total Tell shit show. Total Darby jumped jump- off. Oh man, it was. 2016, I think.
0: Cause he's Seattle based, so that makes total sense. Yeah, he's from here. Or was, I'm yeah, friend, yeah.
1: I'm, I hang out with his friends that went to high school with him. Oh, and it's this, so funny. I think, yeah, I, I told you about you this. You told me yeah, about this, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. they're like, dude, I know that dude from somewhere. <laughs> but Darby wrestled for free at this punk venue, jumped off the top rope, hit a light, like one of the stage lights, and it started yeah. smoking when he landed. And I was like, we still, but yeah, so to see him just, be a complete star on AEW is pretty surreal
0: it's incredible it's incredible yeah to see kids i love like, it yeah their, their uh faces half painted as like skeletons and like the, the tattoos the, all yep of yep and then the kids <laughs> in little jean jackets doing the little like shitty thumbs up from orange and <laughs> stuff like that it's amazing so so when was that that you started shooting for 321 how long ago was that again? uh
1: 2016 2017 2016, if, okay, i think 2017 cool. it's not Not that long ago. (laughs) Sure.
0: So, I mean, even at that point, though, that was like right when like the kind of like cusp of the boom was coming. So, yeah, you probably didn't have much of a problem getting in there, right? Like... So that you knew somebody, yeah like you knew yeah, somebody um, and they vouch for you and they're like yeah go shoot whatever you want we do really
1: walk on up yeah whatever yeah. Chill. And, then, <laughs> and then they
0: and then they see your photos and they're like oh shit can you come back like oh like, no
1: you? i was dude my first few three two ones were bad i think i bought a seven a d750 a nikon d750 yeah, so yeah. i went from canon and nikon okay first time using this camera was a three two one blowing every shot like yeah. I, I recently looked back at it and uh pretty bad I think 321 only had like two lights too you know it's like that are on the uh, face cam side
0: yep yep (laughs) it's like
1: hard shadow anywhere else
0: so if you move anywhere around the ring your lighting changes completely like drastically yeah there's (laughs) so I'm sure I've already explained this but there is uh you know in some intro or something that I haven't recorded yet but I mean the reason why this podcast and the the um the zine that we're doing that I'm kind of you know combining as a as kind of a thing to to try and you know just like showcase how much awesome talent there is in like this wrestling photography scene there's a reason why i call it bad light we are subjected to like some of the worst lighting conditions to photograph with but somehow make like and by we i'm saying like the royal we the all the wrestling photographers not not you and i not me specifically but are able to like really like pull some rabbits out of some hats and make some like some really like Pretty interesting and pretty incredible images in some less-than-ideal situations, for sure.
1: Oh, dude, I'm so spoiled at Defy with the lighting setup. That, and the production level that Defy has is unlike anything, man. It's insane.
0: The venue they run looks beautiful. The one with like, oh, the in the back?
1: Yeah, it's oh. a two-story a uh, historic building called Washington Hall. What's it usually used for? Is it
0: like music shows and stuff like that? Or
1: A little bit of everything. They'll do okay. music shows, political stuff, like it's a historic venue so like Fats Domino and Hendrix used to like play there a bunch. Easy. I think people get married there. It's like a wedding. But we're actually upstairs and there is a floor below oh. us. Oh almost always having like um a hip-hop show like during defy dude and it gets so loud at defy and everyone's like stomping and i always wonder what it's like to be at that show below us <laughs> like... so,
0: two th- two things about that that reminds me a lot of the venue that i shoot a lot in chicago logan square auditorium the one with the big circular lights uh in the ceiling a historic building they use it for like everything and stuff like that so it's interesting that they have that like there's parallels of different like venues like that uh and they all have that like really cool like classic historical look and and then uh the other thing I was gonna say, this other venue that AAW runs a lot, it's not different floors, but uh just separate venues that are next to each other. And there's like country shows and stuff all the time. So it'll be like <laughs> it'll be like Eddie Kingston's coming out and he's like flipping everybody off and like, you know, talking a bunch of shit to everybody. And then somebody will open the door and there will be like line dancing music, like coming through the the venue. It's so bizarre. But, and then like when the people start to like kind of mix together, it like gets real interesting. Like we haven't had any, there's obviously never been any issues or anything, but like, it's always just like a real interesting mix of people. When you have the wrestling fans who are already a very diverse group. And then you have, you know, like whatever X factor other venue or, or show going on. Okay. So 2016, you're starting to shoot three, two, one battle. How long did you just do three, two, one for? How long did it take to um, just like take over and you started
1: like, maybe like, I want to say promotion? like a year or over a year. Okay. A little over a year, three, two, one. I definitely did a battle mania with them, which is like their WrestleMania. Cool. Yeah. And then, uh, I went to Japan for a while too. And while I was in Japan, three two one battle photos were pretty much like my portfolio 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 yeah. of work and um I showed them to this dude I shared an Airbnb with randomly and okay. he was like Hey um I'm like a filmmaker. I would love to come and like film a documentary about you in this wrestling really? world and I was like oh, I'm fucking sure dude like yeah, I'll see I'll see you in Seattle. <laughs> like we're in yeah. Tokyo Japan, right now. Right. And he, he came like six months later for, um, the Battle Rumble, which is 321 Battles, like Royal Rumble.
2: Amazing. And,
1: uh, he made a documentary called Solid Steel. It's, it's on YouTube. It's free. It's like 30 minutes and it follows me photographing, uh, 321 Battle
2: <laughs> back in the Very
1: day. Cool. So yeah. what,
0: what was the, what's the, what's the solid steel um, referring to? It,
1: at 321 Battle, mm-hmm. everything in their venue is made out of solid steel. It oh. might look, it might look like it's made of wood but it's made of solid steel. So every time the announcers say solid steel, the crowd says it right back. It's like you got uh, hit with a solid steel table. Solid <laughs> steel. <laughs> I get you. I get
0: you. So is Yeah. I, so okay, so I'm not super familiar with 321. Is it more skewing towards like the the fantastical like kaiju chikara kind of world more so than Um
1: yeah, it's uh it's a little it was a little more gimmicky, uh sure. for sure. Little gimmicky, little joke, a little more over the top, but they did I love have, that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was very very punk rock. The three two one fans and Defy fans were it was very it was there was surprisingly little crossover really? <laughs> for two wrestling events. Yeah, and three two one ran uh every two weeks and uh Defy ran like once a month.
2: because huh. we have uh
0: we have aw and freelance and then uh Black Label and Warrior all running in Chicago. Uh and I feel like I see not all the same fans at all of those, but like the core fans not go to maybe not every show, but they they just go to like whatever show looks good to them, not based on like the promotion. Obviously, maybe those are a little bit less different than than three, two, one, and and yeah, but. Um, i mean
1: there's some crossover but it's very little so
0: did you like in how you work did you notice a big difference from shooting three 2, one where it's like maybe a little bit more lighthearted a little bit more fun a little bit you know more gimmicky kind of like you were saying to when you started shooting defy where it's like maybe a little bit more like intense like maybe not like super serious but like more you know like competition driven versus like we're all gonna have like a great
2: time oh yeah um
1: I was, I was kind of scared going into five because it was so big and they, I mean, like, I'm like the new guy. So, um, the ring crew guy vouched for me and brought me in. Shout out to hero. And, uh, they were just like, stay out of the way. Don't be in the way. That's the only thing, you know, the wrestlers aren't looking out for you. Fans Mm -hmm. aren't looking out for you. Just stay out of the way. So I'm like, very doing my best to stay out of the way and i was photographing i want to say it was brody king versus ach okay and um during i was photographing brody he was standing there in the light like in his corner before the match while ach came out and ach grabbed me from the back and flipped me around and i like i shit my pants when he did this did that and then grabbed my camera by its lens and started posing like he was Trying to do like a bit where he's like, Yo, get a picture of me like posing right. like this on the ring. And I was like, Dude, they all they said was like, Don't get in the way. And this dude like grabbed me. I was, I was terrified. And that's, um, I think that match is on YouTube for free or it might be on Defy on Demand. And you can see the fear in my eyes when ACH <laughs> a- 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 <laughs> comes behind me and does that photo thing. So, so did you yeah,
0: did he need to move you or was he just doing like yeah, yeah, yeah. a funny, like, yeah, yeah. like
1: posing, like ringside, like, you know, get my good side before the
0: right.
2: match? <laughs> no, I,
0: ACH, uh, I've known that dude forever. Like he, he's like, he was St. Louis, Austin and stuff like that. So he wrestled in the Midwest all the time. When I first started working for AAW, you know, in 2013, he was, he was there. So I've known him for a long, long time. So that's totally, totally in line with his personality. Uh, especially, it was Brody, Healer of the face in that match remember
1: I'll pro- I want to say he was probably healed but I'm not okay. sure <laughs> it seems like he probably
0: would be I actually got to photograph that same match it was all in weekend it was Brody versus ACH for the AAW championship like, I remember I had this this one photo from it where uh you know ACH is like this this come from behind champion he had just beaten Jeff Cobb the night before Brody's being built as like this huge monster and you know just taking out everybody and so he finally gets his his big shot at, at this thing and Jimmy Jacobs is in his corner and stuff like that and ACH is, you know, he's, he's gonna give it his all. He's gonna go get him, but he's like, he's kind of, you know, he's hitting him with stuff and it's not doing anything. And so, uh, ACH bails out of the ring and, you know, starts kind of like running away. And this Brody's just kind of like, you know, like a monster movie, just like kind of like coming after him or whatever.
1: Yeah, I got this steady baby.
0: Right. I got this one shot of him, like Albert or ACH just like looking behind his shoulder, like fuck, what am I gonna do? And Brody just like staring him down. And it's kind of funny how like I've shot so many like crazy matches and I couldn't, I couldn't tell you anything that happened in them. But because of that one image that like stands out in my head, I can tell you everything that happened in that, Damn. in that kind of, in that situation. I couldn't tell you what happened the entire rest of the match. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's like, it's hard. I'm not like watching when I'm shooting, you know what I mean? I kind of am, but I'm not, I'm not watching the match. I'm looking for where it's going, where I'm going to be. How is this going to work? Yeah. Who's, who's heads landing where, (laughs) right?
0: I'm watching for the photo, but I'm not watching the match as like, a fan watching a match. Like I'm not like invested into the story of the match. You know what I mean? Like you th- that's kind of like crazy to think about. You think about how many like crazy matches that you've been present for and made like photos of, but maybe didn't
1: like yeah. at all. You it's know like, what I mean? There's a hand. I will get sucked in from time to time. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Oops. yeah, there's a, every once in a while, a clip will like show up on Instagram. You can see me in the background. Just like not even looking through my camera. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> like, where you're just like, damn it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Or like,
0: <laughs> you know, it's like somebody that you're like, you've known for a long time or something like that, or you've become invested in or whatever, or, or maybe just like through the storyline they've done and the photos that you've made of that storyline that like, like, I want to get the the big moment or whatever.
1: My boy up there. Yeah. Right, right, right.
0: Exactly. (laughs) I mean, you work so much with these people and like with photography, you're kind of with portrait, especially you're, you're, there's a, there's a a bit of intimacy to that. You know what I mean? Especially if they're going to open up enough that you can make like a really like, cool big portrait of them you know what i mean like that really captures their personality there's like there's a connection but there between the the photographer and the subject and it's not just with wrestling that's with absolutely anything you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's like it's hard not to kind of like root for certain people and stuff like that just being around and, and having these kind of like connections and connections to photographs and moments and stuff like that i the the one that you you know when you just kind of like lose sense of like you're just kind of like lost in the moment and kind of forget that you're supposed to be documenting it as well. Nance Warner winning the AEW championship recently. I like that dude's amazing. I've been seeing him come around all the time for the past like two years and stuff like that. And he's like just been killing it. And, uh, there was like this weird set of circumstances where the main event got all fucked up and the, the main event was supposed to, you know, like there was a, a championship match and you know, this, that and the other thing. And, and it ended up being it's serendipitous that nance was in a storyline where he had just gotten reinstated or whatever earlier in that night and so he came out and challenged for it and won and they had he had the entire like all the fans storm the the ring after the match and get in the ring with him and it was like no this just was,
1: happened at defy too when randy myers was,
0: won yep the ring <laughs> was bowing and i was like this is gonna break and this is gonna be like but it was just like i'd never i was just so like lost in it and i'm just like watching it and then i like i kind of like snapped him i was like oh yeah this is a, an amazing photo i need to like <laughs> i like i i need to get my faculties about me and basil was the one to end up getting the shot from that and it's it's a fantastic photo uh beezy that's uh shoots for like impact and everybody but yeah he was he was on top of it he he like hopped up on the ring skirt and was like you know just they firing away and got an amazing shot of the the uh the celebration and stuff like that but yeah, sometimes, you know, ninety nine percent of the time you're you're so zoned in you're not really seeing the the story of the match. Or you're seeing the story of the match and stuff like if you're not really like experiencing it like you would if you were just watching it. But yeah, every once in a while it just catches up with you and you're just like, Oh, holy holy shit. Young Bucks showing up at AW is the other one. They did that at the show that you were at too, right?
1: They did that at Defy as well, and I took a meet and greet photo with them and literally every single person <laughs> in the crowd. Really? I did for yeah. I was there like two hours after the show, like with the line and just snapping shots with every for everybody. That's so cool. That was though. that was loud. That was like the Defy two year anniversary. The Young Bucks crashed it.
0: Was they were they announced for that one or was it they just showed no, up? no
1: surprise? They okay. just showed up at the so, end of one of the matches.
0: How soon did you know that it was happening? Did you know like in advance? That I didn't know until
1: going? they came out.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I had a feeling because they were set uh, for the AAW and I had a feeling because they were setting up the thing with lucha brothers lucha brothers were wrestling at AEW. kind of all just clicked you know and so i was like all right i need to i need to make this show and i almost ruined like i almost ruined the surprise i don't think i've ever told anybody this story before i've almost i almost ruined the surprise of the young bucks coming out because i was i had to okay. i'd forgotten a piece of equipment that i needed and i like ran like went to run to the back and i like opened the curtain to like run to the back because they had shut all these other doors so that nobody could see them like coming down or whatever and i opened the curtain and like Matt Jackson is just, like, I'm face-to-face with Matt Jackson. And it's, like, the curtain, I'm, I'm like, still in the crowd. And I was, like, oh, shit, like, you know what I mean? Like, had to, like, close it real quick so that if anyone was watching me run to the back, they didn't see that the Young Bucks were standing at the position or whatever. And I felt, like, just, like, the biggest, I was, like, I was. I apologize profusely. I was, like, dude, I am so, so sorry. And they were, like, no, 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 it's, you had no idea. There's no, like, you know what I mean? There's <laughs> nothing you could have done. Like, don't even worry about it. They, that, uh, they,
1: they made the whole crew leave the back when they showed up oh really yeah like they came before the show so all the wrestlers crew everyone out of the locker rooms like before the show so I we could think, load them in
0: i think i was late that day because i chicago's like a five-hour drive for me so some days i'll get in early i know i was others. bummed
1: you didn't come and hang out with me when i was in chicago when were you in
0: chicago again i was
1: in chicago in october and i was texting you profusely i was like yo you told <laughs> what,
0: me like a we week before I don't that live pers- in Chicago.
1: <laughs> I didn't know. I <laughs> live <laughs> a, little wave, a little
0: long ways from Chicago. Um, but yeah, so I think they had them in a, nif- a different part of the venue. That was another thing where it's just like the crowd reaction was so overwhelming that it was like, it was like so loud that it was like, you couldn't not be a part. You know what I mean? Like,
1: it oh, was hard yeah, to shut, u- my- shut out. One of my few saved Instagram pictures and videos, you know, you can save other people's stuff. Yeah. There's a fan that filmed the pop when the Young Bucks came out at Defy and they're like up in the top balcony. And that pop is what gets me through the day, man. Like it's insane how loud that was. Um,
0: One of the craziest ones I've ever heard was Priscilla Kelly, just like a couple months ago, winning the first wrestling they have like a, a VFW belt or something it's like a their uh they have like, a,
1: belt. Uh, they,
2: yeah. have like <laughs> they have like a
0: championship and then they have well cuz they do they do uh Wrestlepalooza shows and they only do like two of those a year so they have a Wrestlepalooza champion and then they they started doing all these other shows like in VFW halls and uh, a bunch of other places and they all they all sell out in like a month it's crazy like they're all sold out like three months before the shows happen and they get like these awesome roster and stuff like that but so they have a, a championship that also gets defended at all of those and then also at wrestlepalooza and so she won that belt from uh it was like a triple threat it was like her orange cassidy and um it was a quadruple i, mean, it was a, I,
1: saw, I saw your photos from it they were they were um, a plus as usual i didn't
0: i didn't shoot that match i just was i just got to shoot her um like the promo shots of her with the belt or whatever um but i was like watching as she won and like as soon as the ref hit three like I mean, it's like a twelve hundred person show or something like that. And dude, it's just erupt. Like I've never seen like that was probably the craziest reaction I've ever seen. Uh and I was kind of shooting from um where I was my vantage point getting a kind of a wide shot. And like when it happened, I was like so stoked and just like I was like a part I was like in the moment and then I was like, Oh shit, I need to document and then it was like I was kind of already over, you know. It
1: happens to the best of us. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they also
0: they have like the beauty of now is they have Most shows have three or four other photographers there that uh or at least like one or two others. Normally one or two others, three or four would be like five photographers, that's way to me. Uh, but usually there's you know two or three photographers total there. So if you missed the moment, usually somebody else did. Like in this the situation of like that Mance Warner photo. Yeah, I didn't get it, but Basil did. So it's like the teams that are like kind of starting to form now. Not like necessarily like teams, but like people ending up on the same show. It these factions, like photographers. Yeah, yeah, yeah photographer <laughs> factions. We're all gonna start having. Per- oh God, I don't want to. I don't want to make that joke that we're all gonna start having like wrestling personas. That would be maybe oh, the highest cringe worry. thing. Um, but no, like we're starting to I don't know if that's happening where you're at I feel like it probably is like you and like Mark Johnson and you and uh your friend Corbin and like when you went over to uh the UK and worked with like Rob and all of them yeah like uh, I work with Basil like all the time at AAW um Chris Manning at, at Revolver and Mouse comes to Revolver a lot and then you know Kyle Olson up at First Avenue all these like different really great Midwest photographers and stuff like that but when we start getting like these these like mingling and everyone kind of has like their own thing Ian Stork that also uh does a lot of stuff for like warrior and AW and stuff like that uh 3 count photos is uh his Instagram or I've his like um his online handle but like It really lets everybody kind of do their best thing. You know what I mean? It it kind of like, like Basil is excellent. Like the ringside stuff, you know, like the the promo shots, the posters and stuff like that. So he can kind of focus on that. And I kind of am, you know, getting like some, some certain ringside stuff, the stuff that he's maybe not there for. And then kind of like leaning more towards like non-traditional, as far as wrestling goes, portraiture. Like, it's not something you can just like slap on the poster with like a bunch of other stuff, but like... You'd be surprised.
1: I mean, you could (laughs) like... The thing, i okay. Slap anything on a poster. <laughs> it's true,
0: and like you, you look at like um I think it's just like there's different different promotions are are looking to use different things to kind of get whatever the vibe of their of their uh, product is or whatever. So like I mean, you have like Robin Beyond Gorilla working in in the UK, and he's doing like Dude, a lot of those. Level. Yeah, I mean, we next don't need to talk about how good Robin stuff. is, okay. <laughs> uh, I love Robin. I love Robin. Uh yeah. I'll I'll have him on and just and just gas him up about Jeez. how great he is the entire time. But he uh he's doing like these like non-traditional like he's not just like okay, white wall, uh you know, single lighter, a couple lights, uh you know, the full body posed whatever that we can put on the poster. Uh he's doing, you know, like creative portraiture and, and they're that's what they're using over there I think for the posters I don't know I guess I don't really see a lot of the posters but I see him working everywhere I don't think he's doing both so like he they got to be using that stuff for promotional stuff I think it all just depends on what what vision the promotion has for what their product looks like from a visual standpoint you know yeah. But yeah so I'm kind of doing that and then and then Ian's kind of doing some of the behind the scenes and then some of the, the ringside stuff too so kind of like parsing Games that out, out here. dude you get you get these like very different viewpoints of the same thing that helps tell like the entire story you know what i mean Mm -hmm. which i think is really interesting who are the people that you're working out there a lot with right now
1: um
2: dude for a long
1: time at defy it was just me um (laughs) Uh, Vitz photos is a dude that's been coming through um i met him at 321 back in the day and then he's at without a cause a lot as well and uh he's been coming around defy a bit um I mean, yeah, we've had like I. it feels like almost like a special guest, like when Mark Johnson came up. That yep. was like also when progress was here, so it was like, yeah. oh, Mark's here, right. Progress is here. It's a great day. um Ruby Monsoon BB, has been here, yeah, like, I think three times I've done defy with her, or maybe it was like a two nighter cool. one time. Yeah, she's uh, like yeah, yeah, she's in Oakland, uh Corbin Corbin down in Portland did uh, the Portland stuff. He's exclusively disposable cameras.
0: Yeah, and he's not, he has no connection to wrestling, right? He's a, he's the photographer buddy of yours and you like brought him in, right?
1: Um, he somewhat, yeah, he goes to like a few, I think what's, he He does some, uh, DOA in Portland. Okay, cool. Caller wrestling, but he's definitely more of a music fan than a wrestling fan. And, yeah. uh, I just, I invited him. So the yeah, i was like, you want to come? Like, and shoot, I would love to see it. And totally yeah. blew everything I, everything I did, he did better on a disposable camera. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Love that dude. And he came up to Seattle to do some Defy stuff with me one time. That was fun too.
0: Very cool. <laughs> so he had some sort of connection to wrestling. I've had, I've had a couple of photographer friends of mine or a video, a video friend and a photographer friend. Like I was like, uh, with Revolver in Des Moines, which is like Sammy Callahan's promotion. Now, uh, we have Chris Manning who's there who does ringside all the time. He like kills that, does a fantastic job of that. Photos by Manning is his thing. And then, uh, Mouse comes in quite a bit and he's of course awesome. I just
1: got turned on a mouse. Dude, I mean, he's the mouse great. stuff.
0: Oh so, yeah, man. yeah, I'm into it. Mouse is the man. <laughs> he rules. That dude, that dude does, he's a fantastic photographer, but that dude does so much for the next generation of wrestlers that is just like insane. Like he'll, he'll be one of those people in, he already is to like a certain like group, but in like five, 10 years, it's like, he's like the dude that everyone that's like making it is going to be like, I wouldn't have been able to do it without this dude's help. You know what I mean? Like he, oh, that's he shoots, like he shoots shows like he, he's into photography and stuff and he's, he takes awesome photos, but like he's more, uh, his daughter is a wrestler and she's like 15 or 16. She's awesome. Billy Starks. <laughs> yeah, dude, she kills it though. She's awesome. That's
2: um, awesome.
1: Yeah. Family business.
0: So, so <laughs> he, his main like reason for wanting to do all this stuff is to basically like help her, you know what I mean? So, like, one, like, obviously he's not going to send his, like, 15-year-old kid on the road by herself. So, it's like, yeah, I'm already doing these shows. I know these promoters. I know who, like, it's, it is going to be, like, it's going to work well with and who it might not or
1: whatever. My um, like dad with the handy cam at the soccer game. Right, but, like, <laughs> but not, thing, you know, not but as. Not, yeah, right, right,
2: right. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but no, so
0: like, so like a lot of these connections he makes, like to different promoters and stuff, he does it basically for his kid and like, and then like the kid or the, all the kids that his daughter trains with and stuff like that have now all become like his kids that he like, he's the one that's like driving them to shows and stuff like that. And like, you know, and then he'll shoot the show. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's this really like, it's a, a really, really, really cool community. Mouse is the fucking man. I cannot, cannot say enough good things about that dude. Uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll have him on at some point. Um, Please. But, uh, anyway, I got really sidetracked there just about how talk, how, talking about how great mouse is. It's hard. <laughs> There's so many, like, incredible people that I've met.
1: So many killers, dude.
0: Like, like, one, crazy, super talented people, like photographers and, and just visual artists in general. But, like, like, most everyone like is awesome too. You know what I mean? Like I've become really, really good friends with a lot of these people. Like Zia, I met, you know, that was the first wrestling photographer that I met. And I was like, I was like, Oh, there's like interesting, like weird art punks making photos in this world. Like, dude, her stuff's
1: great. Oh, she's
0: incredible. Um, Yeah. I remember getting like her first couple, like, I think she called them cheap pop zines. Like they were, she just did like a couple of photo zines and like, there's like the second one I think it was, has like this cover of Biff Music on the cover. And it's like, it's straight like it's it's a it's a photo of wrestling but it is just like an art photo you know what i mean it's like it's incredible and i have i have photos of hers like up around my house that like don't look out of place with the art on my walls it's not like it's like (laughs) it's not like it's like oh we bought a bunch of cool art and then like here's my husband's weird like wrestling shit it's like it just all like melds together you know put
1: that in a man cave right right right
0: (laughs) um i don't have man cave i don't have one i have a. I put some stuff in my closet like i have uh couple random somebody gave me like some random old 8x10s like el generico and a brian danielson one like from roh and it has like the gross 80s like kind of like sponge painted backdrop you know what i'm talking about where it's like the hey, navy those blue kind of cool.
2: those can be Dude. cool i know I, want one. <laughs> I have one
0: from when i had to when i used to work for this um awful it was like doing college portraits it was really bad paid That's terribly too yeah no it was bad that i had to drive not all, fun. i had to it's drive all fun over fun the state fun. of iowa and take like photos of groups of like hundreds of screaming college kids and like get them all to stand together for a photo. I, I have incredible. a website
1: and um, the only time I get emails on my website is people asking if I do senior portraits. Really? <laughs> so it's good to it, know that, that I'm like some high schoolers, like favorite photographer. <laughs> so,
0: um, I, personally take that as a compliment because like whenever somebody's asked me to do their senior photos which I do I absolutely do senior photos it's like I'm like oh the kid like the, the kids are getting what I'm doing maybe I'm on to something here you know what I mean like if I'm in my mid-30s and some some teenager thinks that what I'm doing is cool uh I don't know that's a I, I take that as a compliment that I'm not
1: I, I, yeah you know I just don't want to hang out with 17 year old it's it's always friends of mine's <laughs> kids that's
0: always who it is so that I don't feel super weird about it OK, I think it's actually a really good segue to talk about some of the other stuff that you do outside of wrestling, because yeah. you do a lot of really awesome, interesting stuff in wrestling. But also you have like the stuff that you're doing in the music scene where you're at. And then this kind of I don't know how to describe the portraiture that you make. What would do you have a, a way that you kind of describe the photography that you take outside of?
1: Oh, man, I don't know. I just love people i love taking pictures of people i love looking at people people are weird um and people are down to be weird you know you take enough weird pictures and people start coming to me like dude i got this crazy idea
2: yeah (laughs) okay so sounds great (laughs) so
0: uh it's funny when some like i'll I'll, like post like some of your photos and stuff like that and then people will go check out your page and they'll be like this photo is like insane and it's always like the the kid like the dude dressed as Pooh bear like drizzling honey all over himself that's my
1: childhood best friend yeah um (laughs) but like
0: there's. To some of your photos, there's kind of like this very unsettling vibe to them that I like. I, I is like, I say that as like the highest compliment because like getting somebody to feel something about your photo, especially if it's like, yeah. you know, like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> just like this is so out there. In like such a bizarre, twisted kind of way that it's just like not like I can't look at it. It Makes me want to look at it more, but then it also maybe makes me like a little bit more uncomfortable to look at. Thank you.
2: You're gonna make uh, me cry. Yeah, yeah. No, that's
0: <laughs> okay. Good. You're I, like it's a weird thing to say as a compliment, but it's absolutely a compliment. And it's not We're everything that you do. Yeah, but it's. I think the stuff that you mean to do like that turns out like the, the more wild out of, out of control to
2: stuff. Yeah. Um,
0: how did you kind of start down? that path, that kind of stuff. Is that just like kind of ideas that you've had? Did somebody come to you with an idea like that and you Um
2: Yeah, the Winnie the Pooh
1: guy, um, that's my childhood best friend. Sure. And he was like, dude, I had this funny idea, like a dude like Winnie the Pooh and he's like fucking like a little thing of honey. <laughs> and I was like, I guess that's funny. So you reined him in from that. Yeah. And I was like, wouldn't it be funnier if it was you? <laughs> and, right. um, we painted him with acrylic paint, which is why he looks, it's so disgusting and cracking. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we didn't use a ball. I have makeup artists and he was like, let's just do it ourselves. It'll be funnier. So like his bald cap is, um, we put tin foil on his head and then okay. just masking taped over it a bunch. Amazing. And then just painted all of it with one brush, with one brush stroke. And uh, he was really late that day. He showed up. He's, like, 40-something minutes late. He's, like, smoking on my porch. He's, like, you have no idea how hard it was to convince myself to come over here to do this. <laughs> like,
2: right now. And um,
1: he also, he hates being sticky. So the main photo oh, I use is, like, him. In- sticking his tummy out, like looking all happy. He hates that photo. And that's the first one from the set. That was like, he's like, that was supposed to be a test photo. You said, but it's hilarious.
2: The tests are the best
1: ones sometimes. Yeah. He looks like a a kid who won like the make a wish to become Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) And he got his dream. Yeah. I love that. That photo. Yeah. That photo's wild. Yeah. I'm sure he's stoked
0: (laughs) that there's stickers all over the place of that photo. Stickers like
1: everywhere. It's like my main print. Yeah. It's like the one I sell the most probably. Right. He thinks it's hilarious.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um
1: every time I would take a photo, I would show him and he'd be like, "It's hard to believe that's what I look like right now." Yeah, like <laughs> like
0: this is like not only is this like incredible, but it's also like kind of bumming me out kind of thing. Uh,
1: it's just like I don't even recognize that guy. It's Right. It sucks. That's amazing. <laughs> um
0: so you were just talking about how you know you you fashioned a bald cap out of tin foil and masking tape and used cheap acrylic paint and all this stuff. The image doesn't look polished by any means, like as far as like the hair and makeup kind of thing. But it's not supposed yeah. to. That's that's the I don't whole. I think
1: I had a strobe at that point. I think I was just using my uh, speed light, bouncing it off the ceiling. Yeah, it works
0: <laughs> absolutely. I um I worked for a newspaper for a little bit and like I had to use that speed light for everything. And it got me like. That's a huge tool to know how to use. Like that is a a massive tool. Um, like a total game changer. So like a lot of like DIY ethic kind of goes into how you lay out your, these like, these like worlds that you kind of build with your, uh, with your photos. Do you, uh, is that like a, a thing you do by yourself? Do you have any like collaborators that you kind of like Um, work on that with or is that just all straight out of your brain?
1: A lot of, I mean, if you look at my photos, there's like some, returning people like uh sometimes is that what you're talking about or are you talking about makeup artists Um,
0: no i just mean like yeah absolutely if the person that's in it is like you're coming up with the concept with them and they're kind of like helping provide props or ideas or you know set pieces or something like that then yeah absolutely Mm i consider that like collaborating
2: yeah
1: yeah um well for a lot of the people that have been showing up lately um i was in college like a year ago and um I wanted to do photographs of people in the Seattle music industry, like portraits of them. But um I wanted to make sure they were people I wasn't really friends with, but actually did listen to their music. So I picked yeah. some Seattle musicians like that to photograph them and do portraits. And I was kind of like thinking of like those older, like Kurt Cobain photos, like before he was like famous. I'm like, I don't know, like let's place my bets on who's, who are my favorite Seattle musicians? Who would I want like a younger portrait of? Right. I did uh, Al from Great Grandpa, Raven Holly. He's Raven Hollywood again. No, now he's Rave Holly. Sorry, he changed his name a lot. Harry Porter and uh, uh, who else? Uh, Why am I drawing a blank? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but a bunch of, bunch
0: of like small local artists now that you've gotten into like what they're doing and you kind of see that like, oh, this could be, you know what I mean? They could kind of, climb whatever like the ladder is or be you know not like necessarily to like ride a coattail but like like you said you look back at those like the early photos of Kurt Cobain it's like oh this is really interesting and I feel like the same way you know not to you know go hard back into wrestling we don't necessarily have to live back there again but I feel the same way about wrestling like uh you see a lot of these people kind of like coming up and either just like They've been around for a while and they're starting to figure it out or they're, they're brand, not brand new, but like they've been at, you know, doing it for like a year, year and a half, kind of like I talked about with Mance. Like I think he was only. Uh, when he started coming to AAW, I think he was probably like two years in something like that um but mm-hmm. like sammy really liked him and so uh sammy started like you know being like hey you guys should really bring in this Matt warner guy and he's just been a staple there ever since and he's had this awesome like blood feud with jimmy jacobs for the past year and stuff like that what was the point that i was making with this
1: there was a point they're going somewhere you have a younger photo of them starting
0: right okay that's w- that's what i was gonna say so you see these people kind of at the beginning, like, like you mentioned the rascals before another uh, group of guys that Sammy was like really high on and like part of his school and all that stuff. So I have these photos of like Zach and Des when they had no idea, like what their thing was going to be. You know what I mean? Like I have Scarlet and Graves photos, which is like what their tag team was before that. Yeah. Then, like, I think. Did you um, those or did yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh no, my god! every time so I,
1: funny, dude. every time I find <laughs> the photo of
0: him with like the, they're like the, the, the Viper, like, janella style sunglasses uh like 80s and like he's like doing like this really like shitty like metal horns and like sticking his tongue out and it's just like you can see the seeds of like where he is at now in there and it's just like i think it's like so interesting and that was only a couple years ago so and then like you know ach like i said i've been photographing forever and like kind of like the steps of where he's gone and stuff like that i think those those like early photos are important because there's you're one of the few people around like these the some of like the the house shows that you shoot and stuff like that, they're in people's living rooms with what like a hundred people tops.
1: Yeah, definitely tops. <laughs> right, right, a hundred people.
0: The cops are getting called for sure. Oh yeah. Um,
1: Been in a few
0: of
1: those
0: shows. Oh, I mean anyone yeah. that's gone to house shows has. Yeah. Um, do you see a correlation between those kind of sh- like the the music shows that you're shooting now and the wrestling shows, or do you? Is it two different kind of creative brains going into those? Like, do you? Is your mindset different going into like a wrestling show? Like what you want to capture, like what the photo, like you're kind of like laundry list. Okay, I need this photo and this photo and this photo versus like when Um, you go shoot music.
1: Sometimes at at wrestling shows, yeah, like I mean, Janela coming to Defy, I was like, well, we have to get the elbow drop photo. Like, come on, that's like, that's the shot. And, um, yeah, so sometimes if it's like a wrestler I know or they have like an iconic move or it's like, it's if I see someone else's photo, I'm like, ooh, I wonder how I can do that move, like yeah. in that shot. Um, and also at Defy, sometimes I guess it's cheating. They give me like a shot list for, um, like portraits of stuff that they need. Sure. So it's like sometimes they do have that. And, um, sorry, the difference between wrestling shows and DIY shows. Yeah, I mean, um,
0: I think I phrased it kind of weird.
1: I'm shooting the crowd at DIY shows a lot more than at wrestling shows. I okay. feel like almost, I would like, I want to shoot the crowd at wrestling shows more, but I don't. I don't it yeah. just feels, it feels like I kind of shouldn't, I guess. I don't know. Um, it just yeah. feels like, uh, I don't know. It just feels like I shouldn't be. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's just like, there's, I, I
0: agree with what you're saying. Um, but then I see like some of the people that are doing that, like I know like James Musselwhite does, like like kind of looks at the crowd a little bit more and like a couple. I think it's like I guess now that I'm thinking about if it, it's a pretty like UK thing. So I think it's like him and Robin. I think I've seen more like crowd shots and stuff like that. And the photos are amazing. It kind of depends. Like it's a crapshoot because like if the people aren't responding the way that it's going to look good photographically, then it's like not really going to make sense. And then you're just kind of yeah. like pointing your your camera and fans
2: faces yeah I'm
1: like my back is to the ring which doesn't look great (laughs) right and also the lighting's completely different I'm changing my camera settings to take a picture of a fan right you know I
2: think it depends
0: uh, on the moment yeah I think what I was trying to get at with the previous question that I didn't ask very well going into like shooting music shows at least for me and this might be different for you you're just kind of there and and you're kind of a fly on the wall right like you're you're not really interacting as much with the like the artists as you would the wrestlers maybe like you know what i mean like you're just kind of like going and you're shooting what you see versus wrestling where you might be like you're talking about the elbow drop shot and maybe if there's like a guitarist with like long hair and a cool guitar you're like oh i gotta get like a hair shot or whatever but it's not really like yeah 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 i don't know what the question in there was but uh, at,
1: at, at DIY shows I feel like I'm more trying to capture the vibe as a whole like sure. the empty beer cans in the bathroom yep. the people making out on the couch and yes. like it's almost less about the music where at the wrestling show it's like no I gotta shoot this match because come on like
2: <laughs> this is
0: sick I think the reason why I kind of asked is because I hadn't I hadn't really shoot, shot much music recently aside from like oh I'm going to the show I'll bring my camera and kind of just like shoot a couple photos or whatever and I went and did uh that every time I die nothing show in Chicago uh, nothing being a band called nothing the band is named nothing it's confusing sometimes uh but um but i know i know both those bands to you know some degree and i was you know like shooting kind of whatever i wanted to and uh i kind of mentioned i was like hey i'd really like to try and do portraits of everyone in both these bands and my my brain was just in wrestling show mode right like it's like oh i'm shooting the show so like there's these people that i like am like really into what they do so i want to do portraits of them because that's just what i do at wrestling shows and I didn't really think about it until I was, like, midway through doing it, and I was like, this is kind of fucking weird. Like, Did I, they seem is, weird
1: about it? Did they seem weird about it?
0: Everyone was, like, super cool about it, and, like, I... You know, I know um, Andy Williams enough uh, that's in Every Time I Die that like him being like, yo, this dude's cool. He's going to shoot our portraits. Everyone was like on board and cool with it and like not going to like give any guff about it or anything like that. And then I've shot the dudes in nothing before. I like did like two days on a tour of theirs. I just went to two different shows. So they were like pretty familiar with me. So me being like, you know, familiar enough, to be like, oh, it's that dude. And we liked the photos. So like me being like, <laughs> Hey, I'm going to do portraits, everyone. They were like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. So, um, I just was so into like, okay, I'm in a venue like this. This is how I shoot it. Cause it's just what I've done for wrestling for whatever, for whatever. And it was not the same vibe at all. Like it was no. like, very, very different.
1: Well, wrestlers have like a thing. This is my guy's thing. I do this pose or like, I'm right. going to do this and band guys. Man, I hate, I hate doing band photos, dude. Like a group band shot. Yeah. So it's rough. So I said, like, cause what do you, what's your game plan with that? Where'd you take? Where'd you take them just like outside so, of the venue or like, so I, what's your I, approach to portraits <laughs> as a whole, I guess. Yeah. Like do you have I, a game plan? I
0: with that one went, I should have been like, Hey, I want to take a band photo of, of each, each band. Right. Like, cause that would have made more sense. But in my brain, I was like, well, everyone does the band photo. So I'm going to do portraits of every individual member. And then I'll kind of put them together. And I also like the camera that I was using at the time. It's like this big medium format camera of course like <laughs> what else super, would it be <laughs> it's like great like the only lens that i have that works for it right now because the other lens is broken is like 190 millimeter lens so it's like or it's 180 so it is like i have to stand across the room from the person and it's like gets this you know from their like chest <laughs> to like maybe the top of their head yeah. so which i like i like that look so like it it doesn't bother me at all like i i enjoyed that so i had that and then a speed light and then like this very rigged up system of pocket wizards to connect the two together and just kind of made it work so i uh, i just did them right outside uh it was at this venue called the metro in chicago which is kind of this this famous venue yeah Yeah, yeah. but there's tons of space so the the there was like a you know in the basement area there's uh the green room which there's like this big common space and then there's like four separate rooms for each of the bands or Mm -hmm. maybe three but like so everyone had like their own space and then there was like a common space and then outside of that there was like like this like lockers where i think some of the employees like put their stuff and everything like that and i just set up right there because there was like just like a black doorway and stuff right there so it was like it was out of the way that i wasn't like in their personal space to be like you know what i mean i wasn't like pushing myself into their kind of like yo, we're just trying to like chill before the show area you know what i mean yeah it was like not far away to where we had to like run throughout the entire venue to do this like i was very close and accessible so when it was like i was like hey i'm ready whenever you are they were like oh yeah let's just do it now real quick then i was just like right there to do it but um, good to go
1: yeah you don't want to waste anybody's
2: time right ready to go
0: well the funny part about it was talking about like being in like the wrestling brain set of you know making photos was like I like, I'm so used to like, they got to go through their match and they got to put their gear on and like this, that, and the other thing. And they're like in their head about like, okay, I got to remember, you know, 20 minutes of a match and I got, well, this is going to happen then. And this is going to happen then. Mm-hmm. And so like, I was in that, like, okay, they're going to have 20 seconds for me. And like, you know what I mean? I got to like, get it done. We like, got super quick. Minutes, dude. Dude, they've played now. these <laughs> They've played these songs for, you know, years and years. Like every time that I was doing hot damn, like it was like a, a thing where it was like the 20 year anniversary one year anniversary no that's can't be right 10 year anniversary 15 i don't know it's like an anniversary of that record a
1: 50 year anniversary dude. 50
0: yeah i'm actually <laughs> it is I'm, god, damn it i'm 100 years uh, old um because you know, i remember when that album came out it must have been 15 yeah eh, whatever it doesn't matter yeah. um, <laughs> but so they were pl- you know they're playing these songs they played forever and so i was like oh god we gotta you know i gotta And it was just like, oh, we got time. Like everyone was like so much more chill. So it was like a very different vibe than a wrestling show where I'm so used to, I've gotten so used to the 30 second portrait that it's like kind of what I. Do now. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. that's just like how my brain works in portraiture right now. And when I have. The luchas
1: are never ready. Dude. What's up I, with that? I mean,
0: nobody's ever ready. What are you talking about? Luchadores. It's no. luchadors oh, just have more stuff to put on. God, yeah, God bless them.
1: They want their photo done while their song is playing to go out. Like, oh, you're, every lucky,
0: time you're lucky they even made you the fail, time.
2: Dude. Uh,
0: No, like, it is. It is funny with wrestling to see the different personality types of like when people get ready, when they do, you know, when they do whatever, who wants to get their photo done before the match because, you know, they'll look crisp and and put together or who wants to do it after because they'll look more vascular and like that is more towards their vibe and they just don't want it to be a thing that even they have to think about before their match or whatever. And then the people that are ready early is always the people that are the most surprising that they're ready early. The earliest person I've ever seen be ready is Minoru Suzuki. He had he was in full, he was in his full gear, just sitting ready to go before the show even started and I was just like dressed
1: at the hotel before the show (laughs) I mean he showed up he was he showed up in normal clothes and then he like
0: got ready like before the first bell even started and then he was just like you know he was talking to people and he was like cool as hell but yeah I mean he was he was are you shooting
1: between matches or how when are you doing that
0: so anymore I don't shoot a ton of ringside I do a couple matches a show, maybe, depending on the show. Mm -hmm. I'm more working for myself at this point, like just kind of like documenting. You know what I mean? Like I'm currently viewing wrestling more in a way of like a street photographer, how a street photographer would like work street, if that makes sense. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So like I'm more like collecting images to like put together for something greater later. That in
1: the works, coming together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's, I have, there's a theme here. I have plans. like your ACH like, book. Yeah. It was sick.
0: Yeah. It'll be a little bit more in depth than that. But yeah. 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 I, like, <laughs> okay, and then, and so then cool. there's, and then there's other stuff kind of along the way. You know what I mean? Like different zines. And then, like, in addition to that, if like a promoter is like, oh, we need a shot of this person with the belt or like this with this or whatever, um, then like, yeah, absolutely. And like, the promotions I shoot for are welcome to use any of the stuff that I want or any of the stuff that I take. But the, the trade off of that is that like, I'm basically just shooting the stuff that I want. So like, mm-hmm. if there's, you know, a match that is just like, it's just two people in the ring. Like I'm, I'm not going to shoot it. Cause there's just nothing that I can do. Like those photos don't do anything for me. They don't mean anything. Like it's great. Those people are getting out there. I'm not taking away from that match by any means, but like I've been going to these shows for seven plus years. So like, unless it's like, something that's been built to or something that's building to something else or like a new person that I don't get to photograph very often or whatever. I just don't. It's just not priority for what I'm trying to capture. I'm much more Mm -hmm. trying to make like portraits and kind of these like behind the scenes moments. I guess the way that I kind of view it is like the stuff that's happening in the ring is being well documented, right? Like there's video of it. There's another ringside photographer. There's a million cell phone cameras. There's, you know, Fans with like nice cameras in the crowd or whatever. It's handled. You know what I mean? It is super well documented. Those memories are not going to be lost. Those moments aren't going to be lost by any means. But like Eddie Kingston stealing away for a second and like saying a prayer with his head against the wall before the match, like most people don't get to see that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I've kind of, I've built a level of trust with a lot of these people throughout the time that I've been doing this, that I can be present for those moments and capture them and and document them so that later they can be important or now they're important or whatever. And so like
1: different, it's cool. It's great. Yeah. Love your stuff.
0: And uh, thank you. But like there's, I think there's just, everyone's kind of got a different view of what's happening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and mine right now is more based on like, I want to make some kind of like timeless portraits of people in like eras of their career. And then like those kind of like the, the not seen moments, the, the in-between stuff. And that's just, what's like really interesting me, me right now. So that's kind of what I've been focusing on.
1: You're killing it and you're focused and you're killing it. You're a fine laser. of yourself. I,
0: I think I'm just like bored. So I'm just like constantly like coming up with an idea and just running a million miles an hour at it. I just, uh, it's just what that's what this, this podcast idea is. That's what the collective zine is about. Do
1: something new. Yeah. Um, Our powers combined, something new, something exciting.
0: (laughs) Right. And, and like I said, like there's so many like just crazy talented wrestling photography like artists in general making work in the in the wrestling space right now and photography especially and like we're all covering like such different you know we have we have different parts of the globe kind of checked off of like you know well this Mm -hmm. person's got you know like harry and and uh ryan loco down in florida just like killing it like in speedy and like them all in that area just kind of like making awesome it's a different
1: world down there (laughs) dude. yeah but like
0: everyone's like documenting this stuff in their own voice and it's like you put it all together and it's like I mean, you look at that bad light zine and like, I was looking through the submissions and putting it all together and stuff like that. And it was like, it's like, this is an incredible body of work that a collection of people made in less than three months. You know what I mean? Like this is yeah. like, the, the quality of photography in there and like how diverse all the different images are is pretty astounding for, for the time period that it took place in. So, um, really a
1: two month period,
0: three months. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Period. December, January and February, I believe. But so, like, I don't know. I I know how to make zines. There's people that follow my stuff that like zines, apparently. So, like, why shouldn't I be the guy that that makes the zine? You know what I mean? Why not you? uh, Somebody's got to do it. Why not me? You know? Same thing with, like, this. I thought it was a cool idea. So it was like, why not me? You know?
1: It is a cool
2: idea. Uh, Why not thanks. you? Why hopefully,
0: not? Hopefully, uh, the other like fifteen, other, the fifteen other wrestling photographers that listen to podcasts will also like it. Oh um, yeah,
1: it's, we're a niche.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is like this could not be a more niche podcast. I guess if we were doing, <laughs> it could be like film film wrestling photographers that would be more medium niche.
1: format yeah <laughs> there it'd be just me talking to myself yeah that'd be great
0: okay cool so i have like a couple like little i have three little rapid fi- rapid fire oh dude i, I love say that rapid fire okay so i say that but then every time I, the other times that i've done this it's ended up being like a 10 minute conversation about each topic so Okay. Uh, it's not really rapid. It's just the three questions that I've asked everybody. And I think they're okay. cool. So I'm um, have to
1: move downstairs between one of them.
0: <laughs> are you running out of power. battery power?
1: Oh, no, there's going to be a stream. Oh, oh gotcha. Gotcha. Over there. <laughs> gotcha. I don't think we'll go
0: too much longer, but we'll, okay, if we need cool. to, we can, we can pause and come back up. Okay.
2: In.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. If we need to, just let, let me know. Uh, is there a photo that you've taken? You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be in the wrestling space, but a photo that you've made that really, really stands out to you, just like whether it be, Uh, you had this idea for a photo you were like okay I'm going to shoot with this person in this venue and I think like this would be really cool and it all just kind of came together or maybe one where while you were shooting you were like this is not working out and then like you got back later and you're like oh man this this actually worked out much better than I had planned
1: um right away the one that sticks out is um I did a shoot with Emily Parker which is like a totally local Seattle person and um I wanted they just have such a look like with their eyes sure. and they're very emotive and I wanted a photo of them brushing their teeth and blood I know, exactly pouring out, photo you're talking looking yep. in the mirror yeah and uh we kind of like dm'd back and forth for a while and then uh, we had it. we found a date to make it happen and we had like 20 minutes to do mm-hmm. that shoot so all those photos were in 20 minutes Damn. I got some crappy blood caps from this party store which are meant to go in your mouth yeah they're meant to be bitten down and blood to right. come out and they tasted just horrible really? and like yeah they were disgusting um so we did all those photos in like 20 minutes in a bathroom with just a speed light at their apartment um that's some of my Excellent. favorite photos yeah the whole set is wild i know and, exactly. uh, i showed up yeah. i was like i have like this makeup look they smear it and they're like okay what if i'm topless and i just like wet my hair too would that work i was like yeah, yeah that's gonna great. be great yep. <laughs> let's do it
0: the more but intense yeah. the better for sure. Yeah,
1: that and those photos are variant. Every time I've worked with Emily, they've been like incredibly intense photos. They poured a bunch of food coloring in their eyeball yeah, for another shoot. And yep. It's like bleeding blue and their entire yep. the whites of their eyes are all blue. Yeah. Next level. <laughs>
0: it's it's great when you can find somebody that you connect with on like the same creative wavelength and like make image like like your style of photography mixes with like their style of like their aesthetic and stuff like that, and you can kinda mm-hmm. like meld those together and, and make some photos that are both re- like really representative of both both of your kind of like creative styles or whatever. Yeah. Dude. Fake blood never goes as planned. I, I did some stuff with fake blood (laughs) and uh, for mine, I got the good stuff. I got like the, the theatrical stuff. That's like, it even says it's mint flavored. And I was like, okay, Okay. I'm, I'll be, you know, I was, I was doing okay at the time. So I was like, I'll spend the $10 and get the, it was like a, jug of it so it lasted forever but i added black food coloring to it so it was just like it was like this halloween thing that i was doing it was just like these girls like just spitting this like black sludge all over themselves basically and i felt so bad this one friend of mine miranda came over and did it the photos turned out awesome she loved how they turned out and everything like that but i didn't think about the black food coloring and it like stained like part of her face for like the rest of the day and like Perfect. her teeth and shit. And she had to go to work <laughs> like bartending at a like, club afterwards. And like, she was like, she Love was like, it. it was the best night of work and it was nowhere near Halloween either. It was like yeah. four, like something down the road or whatever. Okay. The second of the rapid, rapid fire. Oh, yeah. One of your photos was used that really blew your mind.
1: One of my photos was used that really blew my mind.
0: Yeah. Like ended up in another country on a poster or like on somebody who really likes t-shirt or like somebody wanted to use the album artwork or something like that.
1: Oh yeah, I went to Japan and photographed like pole dancing and one of my photos was used as like their flyer and they were handing them out to everybody and it's oh, like just all... like on the
0: street in Japan.
1: Yeah, and it's like a piece of paper and it has all the Japanese like it's all in Japanese the information of the club mm-hmm. and where this was happening and that's that's wild. Yeah. That's, that was yeah, that was probably the one. There was Absolutely. another one where uh, I went to Vancouver for Valentine's Day and I photographed uh Ravenous Randy Myers in his yep. apartment. I did like a Valentine's shoot with yeah, him yeah, and that, that was like the VIP meet and greet poster for one of the Defy shows, not like, oh, amazing, yeah, yeah, And uh, the the Jim, the dude who runs Defy, like, photoshopped my name onto it too. Like, oh, look at Very that's cool. nice.
2: Very cool. <laughs> I, yeah. I have
1: that poster outside my door. That, that one, was the the first time my photos were used for a poster. Was I took my first show was Defy X, which was I think was that there was a Swerve versus Austin Aries for nice. the title, yeah, and yeah. all my photos were used for the poster for Swerve versus Aries too. In Apparently. Portland. And I, yeah. I, that was the first time I ever had my photos like on something like that. And that really blew my mind.
0: I have, I have some DVDs that have like, I guess the DVDs that I have are like, it was the poster, but it's like just the poster on the DVD that's got like, you know, just like the cutouts of everybody like honors. I like, love and physical that, media. Dude, that's
1: the thing. Same. Yeah. <laughs> that,
0: I mean, so like when I, like when I make these like zines and prints and like all that kind of stuff, it's because I want to see them. Like the t shirts, I like, I literally, like I want to see this photo on a shirt. So I printed them and it's like, you got to print enough to, to, you know, like not make it completely unworth your while. So it's like, I, I want to make it for my myself. I want
2: to, dude. Yeah, I want <laughs> to make it for myself.
0: And if and if, uh, if other people want to buy it, that's great. You know what I mean? Okay, and then last, an experience that you maybe have had from shooting wrestling specifically that you may not have, like you wouldn't have had otherwise. So like you, you know, working for a company or something like that, that you are working a show that like, is like you kind of like looking, at and you're like holy shit i can't believe i'm doing this thing because i'm, I'm shooting wrestling
1: oh yeah dude i i've cried at the opening at the five shows multiple times because okay. it's such an emotional thing like i'm from like this town in alaska one road like four thousand people yeah. nobody really leaves the town so not only to have a career where i'm a photographer but to work in this amazing historic venue and be a part of this thing that really just feels like it's bigger than me it's growing and amazing and defy before their show it's like a whole theme song and the crowd's stomping like doing d5 d5 and like i swear the floor is rattling it's so yeah. loud i can like feel it in my chest like it's so loud there i can't express how much energy is at a defy show and that's just such an amazing thing literally every time yeah. to me, that i'm here i'm a part of it like we're doing it and the friendships i've made especially like through defy like with Re- Re- randy myers and shaft yeah. two defy wrestlers who are like some of my best friends now and, like right the road trips, yeah the road yeah. trips to portland with shaft at like 2 a.m after a show like eating wendy's doing like dumb questions or randy's been helping me work out like through facetime like, nice, right nice. now, and just yeah. like to be friends with so many of these amazing people they're
2: it's just great
0: hell yeah man i think that is the perfect the perfect place to end it where can somebody that's not already following you on the internet find your work online
1: i'm on instagram at ukulele punk u-k-u-l-e-l-e punk and twitter ukulele underscore punk twitter i show a lot more process and like behind the scenes stuff instagram's my polished work Awesome. DM me on either of them and uh westsmith.org if you want to see the high res. Oh yeah.
0: The high res. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank yeah. you so much for joining us, West. It was awesome to talk thank to you. you. so much, dude. Uh we'll have to do it again sometime soon.
1: I'd love it.